Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi. Welcome back to another episode of BFFR. I'm Gabby. And I'm Jada. And today we're talking all things passions. We're going to talk about acting, dancing, like all of our passions and kind of following your dreams and passions. Obviously, we moved to Los Angeles to follow our dreams. And I feel like it's just a good positive thing to talk on because I feel like everybody has dreams and passions that they want to try to pursue. So yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. This is going to be a little bit like more in-depth and like personal. Like the other episodes, we touched briefly on it, but yeah, we're going to really, really tell you guys for real. Today, I'm not even home. I'm sorry if you guys hear other things. I'm not in the podcast studio i'm actually um at my hometown i'm in florida in my childhood room it's not even my childhood room because i really moved here when i was like i think i was like 12 or something but it feels like my childhood room the vibes are immaculate in florida i miss it i'm happy to be home but if you hear anything random in the back of the podcast it's like my dog and my cat fighting or something like that it's funny because usually like when we record the podcast we're in the same room and right now we're doing it like over like Google Meets. And I just saw Gabby walk away from her computer. And I'm like, where is she going? Like we're in the middle of talking. <laughs> but she's My not here. Dog so she can do that. was like trying to scratch on the door. She was being annoying and trying to leave. So I was like, okay, Luna, I'm going to let you free. That's where I went. Percy's also in the He's studio in the today. Studio. Yeah, because like usually we have to put the animals in their rooms because when they're together, they just be being bad. But right now he's just laying in the they corner. F- play fight. Yeah. Luna he's was going to be chill, but my cat here is being fed and she knows. So she's trying to go eat my cat's food. She's bad. But I was like, that's <laughs> not my problem to deal with right now. My parents need to deal with that because I need a podcast. <laughs> Their grandchild is there. <laughs> but yeah, I'm happy to be home. I'm home for the holidays, but this is not coming out anywhere near the holidays. But yeah. Yeah, it's the new year. So happy new year, everybody. If you have any new year's resolutions, are what are they? Take a moment to think about what they are. And have you been actually working towards them and keeping up with them? If you haven't, it's not too late. Start up again. To start good habits. Yes. We really spoke about um, that with Leilani. It's crazy because I was just thinking about our last two episodes and I'm like, it's funny when you bring people to the podcast and you're like, what do you want to talk about? They really just like share their mindset kind of in the moment. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I love that. You can see that we have a very... space to it. We definitely have a a variety of types of friends. (laughs) Everybody has their moments. They're like phases. That's what I'm saying. It's like a mental state thing. Like if I would have been on the podcast... As a guest, like, last year, maybe after my breakup, I would have been totally different than the podcast right now, you know? <laughs> yeah. And everybody just has different personalities, too. But Yeah, I have 100%. Period. But period. 
Okay, so I think the first passion we're gonna talk about, because we both do it, is definitely acting. We already told you guys that we moved to Los Angeles to pursue our acting career, and there's been a lot of stuff going into it that I feel like not that many people know about, because you know, all you see is people like on the big screen. You don't really know what went into it or what the process is like, so we're gonna tell you guys like what we learned so far. It is a lot, actually. It is a lot. It is. I have been acting since I was really young, so I always knew that this was something that I wanted to do as a career and then I got my friends in on it because I was like period like it's fun when I was younger I just like was always in awe of just production in general just like every little aspect that goes into a show and just when it all comes together it's so cool like not just the people on stage but the background people as too as well so um yeah that was like when I knew I wanted to do acting because not just seeing it but I took like an improv class and I just remember like like, I was so, so nervous, but when I actually did it, it was so fun. And then I would always, like, watch TV. I would watch Disney Channel, and I was, like... And when I was old enough to understand that these were actors and this wasn't real, which was, like, I was pretty young. Like, I was probably, like, seven. I don't know. Maybe younger. But I was, like, I want to do this. Like, it'd be so cool to, like, come on here and, like, have superpowers or, like, whatever. Like, be in these crazy scenarios. Like, I just thought it was so cool. And ever since then, I was always a part of acting and in high school I did it and we had my where I grew up is like very small so there's not like that much stuff there to do (laughs) but we did have a civic theater so that was like one thing that I did and I actually enjoyed doing. I really got into acting, I would say. I've always thought it was cool. I feel like everybody kind of thinks it's cool, like being in a movie, being a movie star, you know, like the surface level of what it is. But um, I didn't really think I understood the dedication that it took to become another person to really like develop a character until I actually worked with Brat for the first time. And I don't know if you guys know, but our podcast is actually with Brat. So love them, Sam Brat. I've been with them for a very long time. But I did my first ever show with them. It's called Attaway General. Yeah, I did it with Maddie. She was actually on our podcast a couple of days ago. I did it with Dixie, uh, Demelio, and a few other like people you might know from social media. And I developed my character Kit, and it was so fun. It was really a learning experience, and like it was a little bit different because everybody on the cast wasn't really a super super experienced like actor actress. So some of us were, some of us weren't. Maddie had to, had a lot of experience prior, and we also had a few people that in the cast and as well as like the guests and stuff like that who were working actors at the time and I learned so much from being on set it was just it was a lot of time and it was very like quick and now I know from actually auditioning and stuff like that how fast the acting process can kind of be like in a millisecond I feel like if you're auditioning for something you go from like living your life to being on set like all day long and like maybe different location and a whole bunch of stuff so when I got casted into the show I actually did not live in Los Angeles at the time and it was filming in Los Angeles and I was in school and I remember telling all of my like college professors that I literally was just leaving and they were like um like excuse like they're like what but they were very helpful I got to finish kind of online but yeah I literally had to up and drop like everything and go live with my ex at the time in Los Angeles and I just was there for a month filming when I did not live there it was crazy that was before I moved so yeah that's how I got into acting that's how I kind of started and now after that I kind of took a break I wasn't I wasn't like heart set on it after that but I was still very interested started taking classes we both started taking classes when was that like a, over a year ago yeah we I started into, taking like, acting classes in Los Angeles film classes because film and theater are like that was what it was for me like when I came and started doing acting here it was different because it was film acting and 
which is like acting itself is still like the same like the basis and the methods that they teach like Stanislavski and Meisner and like stuff like that is all also incorporated in theater but with film it's just you have to take all that big energy and like put it into a box you know for the camera so it was definitely like really different but that was kind of like in theater as well because you have to project to like the entire audience but in film like it's more under it could be smaller because it's like the camera's right in front of you so you get it yeah so you don't (laughs) have to like be extra (laughs) all the time (laughs) but um i also learned to understand kind of the production feeling i've always been in a creative space because as i said before i used to dance which i'll talk about later but like same thing i was in a creative space i had to like show emotion and like uh, perform in an emotional way and dance sometimes kind of often like the nutcracker is kind of similar to like a show but there's no speaking so clearly it's different yeah. but you know what I mean I, I've been in a creative space where you perform a performing I'm a performer that's what I, I would say I'm a performer so it's like it's similar for sure yeah that's how we started yeah. but acting class was completely different oh my gosh we have to talk about acting class because it is it will catch you off guard and get you out your comfort zone and I highly <laughs> recommend if you want to do film that you do take classes especially if you mainly do theater i highly recommend you take classes even if you don't want to like do them forever like some people take classes and then they like don't do classes anymore and they just audition but i just recommend if you're starting and transitioning to film acting or even if you want to do both to just take an acting class that is more geared towards film not just like scene study because the first class that i enrolled in was like an on-camera auditioning technique class so it was like beginner like you basically go in and like act like it's an audition and literally um seeing myself on camera was just so hard to see and i actually hear this a lot a lot of actors and actresses don't watch the stuff that they're in they don't like rewatch it back because they just like cringe it's like hard to, i don't That's know why me. it's so hard to that watch that is me and it's so but funny that is we're the influencers truth. and we're like come on we see each other, we see ourselves on camera all the time and it's still weird to see yes. ourselves acting on camera <laughs> also like even if maybe you don't want to be an actress but you're interested in it it's such good therapy like it really helps you class get comfortable with yourself and your emotions mm-hmm. even if you don't want to be and even if you don't want to act period i feel like it's good to get you out your comfort zone because class really saved me personally from my like social anxiety not even saved me it helped me get out of my comfort zone and my shell as like a perfectionist and like i have anxiety type of thing it was hard for me and it, it really humbles you man <laughs> at this day it humbles you so bad because they tell you because that you just would never want to yeah do because acting is all about like stepping out of that social norm like you're so worried about like do i look good am i acting good like is this good enough like just on the day-to-day when you're around strangers or just other people like you want to fit into like social standards but in acting you are adverting from that so it Mm. really gets you comfortable with that and also just being on camera you get comfortable with not looking your best which is so weird because like gabby said as influencers when we look at our content and stuff we're posting the best of the best we're making sure Mm. that our pictures are cute and our videos are cute and we like look good but in acting there's none of that you just have to like authentically live in the moment as your character as a person yeah. really so you have to get out of that mindset of there's like, no space to overthink you really yeah or be like to... do i look cute enough like oh yeah. i don't look cute there i don't like the face i just made like it's just about like what is the truth of that moment so mm-hmm. that is definitely it's a, just a way one that... part of class too that's only one yeah. part of class and that is like that's kind of that's beginner. to that's me i feel like it's at the beginning that's the beginning that's really, that's, that's the, the beginning to me 
you get in there and they make you shake and scream off rip. They don't even wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, one time, like literally <laughs> what I tell you, class is also like therapy. There's this girl, oh not my to gosh. like that spill the beads. We were like, I don't even know why My first this class happened. ever, keep in mind. This is my first yeah, class. Yeah, I, I brought Gabby to the studio. Mm-hmm. craziness this girl just starts bawling her eyes out in front of the whole class telling everybody how oh i think we were doing like sense emotional memory or something like that sense memory it was something. emotional memory so they tell yeah. you basically to like they give you an emotion i think is how it works and then you think of a scenario where you had that emotion or something similar to that and yeah you have to put yourself in the place though you have to relive yeah it, so it's like what do you see like what class. do you smell what do you hear like that kind of stuff which i feel like mm-hmm. it's also it's also a therapy exercise like people do that in therapy not just in um acting, acting but this is why acting is therapy but this girl's just up on stage in front of the class bawling saying how her boyfriend got some other girl pregnant oh, oh yeah <laughs> and he's a, and he's like in the industry in la like he's a musician like whole thing whole nine yards but it'd be deep like that it'd be deep like that. i think the whole class at the time actually really teared up really had a lot of emotional baggage that they kind of shared just like with everyone openly. i don't know yeah with the whole class and like keep in mind it's not like okay like everybody has their eyes closed or nothing it's like you're in the spotlight sitting facing everybody in a chair with a spotlight on you and then everybody else is in the dark so you kind of feel like you're by yourself but you're not and you know they're all staring at you yeah and you just have to be somewhere else and at that time the somewhere else needs to be somewhere that could trigger you very badly kind of which is just like it was a lot that is like truly like and i feel like that's like one of the most it's such a good like intro to like get used to that setting because when you're on set and there's a camera in your face and you have to do an emotional scene like you have to be able to do that because it's going to be the same thing Mm -hmm. you've got the sound crew and the directors and cameras like all over you so it's different Yes, yeah. and even with like theater, I feel like there's a little less pressure because even though there's an audience, they are like dark, and you can kind of look out past them. You don't even have to be looking at the. You're not really like looking. You don't, you don't see feel faces. That. They're kind of far away yeah, from you. They're far. You're just like you're. It's easier to live in that truth of the scene, and you have your partners there on stage with you. But in acting, mm-hmm. it's like it's, it's really up close and personal. Mm-hmm. It's hard with to think acting. of anything else other than the camera right in front of you. To be fair, and yeah, and. You get used to it though, and there's also um, but and there's like some script tools, analysis. Really. Script analysis is the most important thing too, which is really where you learn to like read, break down, and um, which that is put where your like to a script, and that's where like I feel like theater comes in handy with film because you can like that I had already learned like since high school is like script analysis but I feel like what helped me the most is really just the techniques of really putting yourself in an environment when there's cameras and crew and other people all around you Mm -hmm. because there's like so many like different techniques like your imaginary wall and like all that kind of stuff that really 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 comes in handy with film whereas like with theater you have it but you don't really need it that much Mm -hmm. but everybody struggles at something different in acting classes and these are like multiple things that you have to break down the walls of as you take class and you read different scripts and you do all these exercises usually they're in like i've only done like i think three week sessions and you'll go in keep oh my gosh the most important part these classes are three hours long (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> These classes are three It's a real dedication because ain't nobody trying to sit there for four <laughs> hours, but okay. Yes. Three plus. I, I had the plus because it's not dead. Like, that's yeah, the minimum, like, actually. One time we went to class. I think it started at, like, 7.30. We were there to, like, 11. And, like, everybody was just tired. Mm-hmm. Like, people have jobs have work and stuff. in the morning. I'm like, wow. It's, it's a lot of dedication. And, like, it's hard to get up and be like, okay, let me go spend four hours in this class today. And then emotionally... Mm-hmm struggle there you know it's hard to get there sometimes but as soon as you're there you feel it goes by fast to be fair you learn a lot too yeah it's you learn to like understand people other people in your class you become really close to everybody and i would suggest it that's they come in sessions and you'll do you only go like usually two times a week i would say for three hours and then it'll end after three weeks of that session of that class. Sometimes it's, like, free. You can go in whenever you want to and, like, pay per class. But usually they're in, like, sessions because it's, like, gradual, especially the beginner classes. We're also, like, speaking about the studios that we went to because I just – I know there's so, so many – different studios and so many different techniques. I've Mm. heard, like, so many different things that people are doing. And – It really just matters about, like, what you struggle with and what's going to be, like, most helpful to you because it's different for everybody. Like, some people just grasp certain things easier. Like, maybe they're better with emotional, like, things or and not with other things. I don't know. So certain yeah. techniques, like, some people don't like certain techniques and don't find anything useful from them or doesn't help them in their work. Mm-hmm. And then other things, like, it's, like, their holy grail. So... Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Some people don't try even try different class. studios. I remember that too. Some people yeah, don't some people even don't even go to class. Eat it up. Usually, but I would when, like, try really different studios. With a character, to I would see. say. Like, oh, yeah, true. So I definitely see what fits for you if you're not really feeling like you're gaining or like you just can't get past something in class or some something's going on that's not helping you resonate with the script or like with your emotions there. Like, definitely try somewhere else. Some teachers try to make it sound like this technique is the only way, but like genuinely teachers are good or specialized in certain techniques and certain ways of teaching so sometimes Mm. it just might not resonate with you or you'll go to a different studio and they'll tell you something completely different so yeah yeah or there'll be a coach for like a specific genre of film as well Mm -hmm. so like and i feel like the people who really eat it up like you were saying earlier like the people who do it with no training it's usually like the character is them like they are that yeah. character basically they resonate so hard that they're just themselves and they don't really yeah. have to put themselves in somebody else's shoes because like that person is them like the guy from euphoria if you've ever heard he got casted like off the street and what's his name yeah fez his name is fez in the show but i know his act i forget his actual name i don't remember her, his actual he's name he's like really but... famous i know like somebody's gonna be like bro this yeah name, they're like, you don't remember his name <laughs> i'm really Brain bad with fart. names though but same. I, I remember, same. like, watching his um, interview, and I was like, wow. <laughs> he is him. Wow. Like, he is his character, and it shows that he really, like, he didn't need to do any of that. Because yeah. Fez is him as a person. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there's always scenar- scenarios like that where you're just so, so, so right for the... Um, for, for that the, character, yeah. For the role that you're going to yeah. get it because of that. And honestly, like, after all of... After you're on set, you can learn so much from being on set as well. So I feel like once you get to that space and you're trusted in the area, you're probably going to understand and be a little bit more comfortable with the process. But acting classes usually... Nah, acting classes for everybody. I wouldn't even want to say it's not. 
for people who are active on set because it's for everyone. Yeah, I would say everybody should go because even now, like I watch stuff like people. Sometimes you just have to be a good auditioner and not even a good actor. Like people will have roles and then I'm just watching the show and I'm like, what is this? That I said, yeah, bad now acting. we watch everything differently. Now it's like you're it, it's just. It's you can just see some you just see bad acting and you just know it's bad but yeah facts yeah like and you just gotta hope that the script is good and it'll save them (laughs) but it does like it always does like i i overthink like sometimes i'll overthink every word i say and i'm like as long as you're saying what the script says because even without emotion behind what you're saying because people don't know you they think you're good you know what i'm saying no yeah 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 because yeah, but if you want to get another role, if you want to get another role and you want to put this on your resume, you might actually want to be good. Mm-hmm. If they don't know you as a person, they never heard you talk, they don't know what you're actually like, then they're not yeah, going to think you're gonna acting. Yeah, they're just going to go off going to think that's who you are. Like, that's how you are. You know what I mean? But if you're a really yeah. great actor, like you've watched Zendaya do a million roles and you're like, you know what she's actually like from like interviews and stuff like that. You can tell when she's acting and when she's actually like eating it up. You know what I mean? You know they're good when you actually like hate their hate their character but like you get mad at them (laughs) yeah like when you see them and you're just like uh, or like or you love their character you know what i mean okay i think that's enough about acting for now i just want to talk about a little bit about like chasing your passions because i don't want to just talk about acting as a passion that is our passion but i think that like dreams and passions and like actually keeping them and think feeling like you're never going to get them done or they can never be true. They can never happen. Happens to so many yeah. people. Like that happens it's just to in the me. back of your head. Yeah, I was same. like, I'm not gonna be. An, I'm not gonna be able to. Like, I would always say I wanted to do like acting and like social media even, but then it actually happened. <laughs> but I didn't think it <laughs> and would. It's crazy I never when it happens it too. It's like surreal. It's like like this is crazy and it happens way faster than you think it will. Like it's like your goal in ten years and it could happen in a, like the next five days. But when it came to dancing for me dancing was my passion and is my passion still from when i was younger and i just felt like i don't know i was good at dancing i was doing really good and i really did i was in love with it but dancing i just felt discouraged by what everybody always says like oh you're not gonna make any money or like it's not gonna it's not gonna really work for you you're not gonna be successful in it you know what i mean and dancing is such a competitive thing that when I got to the point where it was towards the end of my eight, I was 18 and I just started social media and I was like, okay, um, I auditioned for Juilliard because I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to run it. I want to do conservatory dance because I was, uh, if you know the genres of dance, I was really only like really, really good and technically trained. I was really technically trained. Like, I'm not like a hip hop dancer, which is what you do in LA, what you do in LA, what people go and like do on social media. I can do hip hop, like I can dance, but that's not what I really wanted to focus on. I wanted to focus on ballet and modern and like train technically. So I auditioned for Juilliard and literally everybody that made it through was homeschooled and <laughs> literally danced like all Gave day, their life every day. It. Yeah. And I went also went to a dance studio, a ballet studio that was similar. They had like a homeschool pro, um, a homeschool like part of it but I didn't start doing that till I was way older so I just got really discouraged from that and I was just like oh my gosh like I did not dedicate myself enough to this to like pursue it full-time which just like it was hard and I just felt like I don't know I realized I can live out my passion in anything now like I can live out my passion every day like I don't need to be some huge like Misty Copeland like literally on the stages like killing it doing principal ballet every single day and I can still live out my passion in my room and dance around my room. I still train as much as I can and go to class in L.A. whenever I can because I just, like, love doing it. 
And I feel like that's kind of the bigger picture of it. Like you don't have to be a number the number one person in your passion to like love it and continue to do it all the time. You know what I mean? Period. What do you think, Jada? I agree with that. It's not about being the best. I feel like whenever you start to put competition in or compare, it's easy to lose sight of what you actually started doing it for and what you actually loved it for. So um, it's just about enjoying it. You don't have to be doing it professionally. You can be doing it for fun. You can, you know, like singing, like so many people sing and they write songs and they have a piano in their room, but nobody's ever heard their song before, like type of thing. Um, you're still eating yeah, it Yeah, you're up. still eating like, it up. You... Protect your peace and your happiness and pursue your passions in the way that you want to do it. Don't start comparing or why hasn't this happened for me yet? Why am I not doing this yet? Why haven't I landed that big role or my song been out or why hasn't it blown up yet type of thing? Your time will come. And if it's meant for you, it's meant for you. Not everything mm-hmm. is meant to be some huge big thing anyways like sometimes it's meant to be something special for you Mm -hmm. so just love it while you're doing it it. like after i i didn't get into juilliard i actually i went to college and i was a double major in dance so i still was dancing in college and then when covid hit i literally they started making ballet on zoom and i was like yeet like i really couldn't i couldn't do it like just in my house the aura of it was gone but as soon as i stopped for like more than a year i was like i felt that missing in my heart like it did not feel right at all i was like no i have to go to class or i have to train by myself or dance in my room and all that stuff and yeah just having your passion a part of your life even in a hobby sense is just so 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 necessary i realized like recently i was doing some research i know that we told you guys earlier that like in another episode that we met lily collins and she and i asked her like how long did it take you to get your first big role and she was like it literally took me like five years so that's five years of training and dedication. And I so many actors and actresses have like that same story. And even musicians, I was reading with like SZA, like she was doing music for like eight years before she started to blow up. And it's just like, I can't even imagine the thoughts and like the trials and tribulations that come in that time span of five years of auditioning and auditioning and auditioning and eight years of making music and trying out with labels and-, not being and big. Yeah, and, like, feeling like, oh, like, why am I not there yet? But, honestly, they probably didn't have that mindset. Like, they probably got over it, and that's why they were able to succeed in the long run because they didn't give up, and you just kind of... You're not just doing it for that. You're doing it for the love of it in general, so... And that even runs into content so hard, actually. That runs into content so much because everybody has their time where they're really viral and their videos are going crazy every Mm -hmm. day and they're just, they're popping off. But the thing is, like, they were probably consistent way before that. And you, I see so many people now. I feel like it trades off. And in social media for four years, I've seen it happen to so many people. So don't get discouraged so much. content is not doing good. I've seen people mm-hmm. have ups and downs. Like Paige Taylor, she's beautiful. She's been a dancer. I've seen her dance on this for platform so long, for yes. so long. And now she's popping off. And I'm like, I'm so happy that, like, her consistency ended up having her Hang moment off. to shine in it. Like, there's other people, too. I remember, like, this girl, I actually see her everywhere. Like, 
we're kind of friends, but we're acquaintances, not friends. But um, <laughs> literally, like, she's also a dancer. And then she recently just started doing, like, these high-quality videos of her dancing. Now I see her all over my 40 page, all over my reels, like, everywhere. I'm like, dang, like, mm-hmm. okay. And, like, even one of our other friends, he's a guy, he makes those videos, like, Jabria. His name's Leron. I didn't want to say his name, but literally been doing music, going one. on tours. No, he's so awesome. And I just found out he lives, like, 10 minutes from us but i've seen him like for years making music making all kinds of videos and then boom like i would say like four years later like there he is all over my page it was a page. long time ago yeah a long time so good. i've seen a lot of people talking about their acting careers when they were disney stars and then mm. like they were child disney stars and then their acting career just had a flat and they were speaking on how discouraged they got and how they felt like that was their only time to shine. You know who I just saw talking about that? Um, the girl was on a podcast from High School Musical, the only black, like Taylor in High School Musical, the only black girl in the in the movie. She was talking mm. about, in the show, in the movie, she was talking about how like she thought that was her only time to shine and all these things and she it's funny because she just resurrected talking about high school musical now that kind of discouraging feeling is what will like get in the way of you having your second hump of good things to happen you know what i mean like when you're posting content and you have a low and it's just like you start to get discouraged and it starts to show in your content that you're like upset about it or you're upset about the low numbers and all those things that's kind of what could be the thing that keeps you from going back up you know what i mean and having your next moment and having your next big revelation on your social media because if you're just excited about it regardless of the numbers you're gonna keep trying new things you know Mm -hmm. you're gonna keep like continuing and just keep posting no matter what until you get your next hit until the next thing for you the next trend for you pops off like leilani and her reels or like, when I was doing slow-mos for a second and they were popping off, like, it'll come back and you'll have your next moment and it'll change your life so fast. I feel like I so relate to that, too. Like, I was getting discouraged. I wasn't, like, active. And then I recently just sat down and I started watching, like, all my old videos. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I completely forgot and lost touch with why I was, like, making videos, like, the videos I enjoyed making. And, like, I would just make them not thinking they would even get any likes or anything. I would just make them for fun because that was the type of content that I enjoyed making. And I realized, like, I used to post so much, like, DIY, like, inspirational or just, like, unboxing things type of content. And I've never done that, like, since I moved to LA, I don't think. So I'm like, wow, like, it's crazy because I feel like part of that was also just my environment and, like, what I was around. But Mm -hmm. I just kind of like found touch with that again I'm like oh my gosh like let me try these little projects just for me like I made like little bookmarks for my books and like that was stuff that I used to do all the time like I was even before social media I was always like doing stuff like that and trying to like make little bracelets I was very like just looking for fun things little projects to like work on so you brought it back and period I do the same thing. I always scroll down my page. I'm like, what did I even used to... Like, I when you lose touch, it's it's easy to scroll back down and be like, what did I even used to post? Why was I having so much fun? Like, what was this like? Like, I remember I used to literally be just... The motivation for my content was golden hour. Like, literally. <laughs> like, golden hour was the motivation for my content. I would see the, the sun start going down. I was like, it's time. Like, I'd be running outside to catch it. And then, like, I didn't even care what sound I would use. I just scroll down my sounds and start making videos because I thought I looked pretty in golden hour. And that's literally what my motivation <laughs> was for so many years. Like, for, like, well, the whole time I was here in this house that I'm in right now. And... It just brings you back to life. It's just like... It brings you back to life. So if you're feeling discouraged and whatever, passion, even if it's like work, whatever, like just in life in general, take a second to think about 
your roots and where this all began and why you're doing what you're doing right now. And if it's not for good reasons, if it's not for pure intentions or the right reasons, then consider rerouting and trying something new. Definitely reminisce. And then if reminiscing doesn't give you a new motivation, then maybe do some more research and stuff like that. I love reminiscing. Reminiscing, even all my kids' stuff, like pictures and everything, would just bring me back to like who I am as a person. And I don't know why, it just motivates me in life. I'm like, you know what? I used to be happy when I was a kid. I used to be thriving. Like, Yeah, I feel like it also, just brings, you, it also just brings you into like good emotions because whenever you're discouraged i feel like a lot of that's when a lot of ugly like character traits start to show too like you just like like not character traits but just like i don't know like thing bad emotions start coming out whether that's like Mm -hmm. you're bitter or like you're mad or you're jealous or like whatever those like ugly things start to show comparing and then it just like kind of spirals so whenever you kind of touch base, I feel like it replants those good intentions, those positive traits and characteristics. And it makes you the main you. character in your own story again. It makes it like, okay, I'm writing this story. This story is going to have a blessing ending. Like, yes, you're just back, Had into, a good beginning. You're back into who you are, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. The beginning was lit. So the ending needs to be even better. Period. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of BFFR. This is really random, but I just wanted to say I posted on Instagram, like, on finally. I should have posted a while ago, but just a picture of me and Jada and and I announced it. And my mom just commented, two pretty best friends, and it just made me laugh. I just thought it was funny. (laughs) But anyway. Why is that funny? Check check out my socials um, on... I'm like, where did she learn that from? I was like, who told her that? (laughs) But yeah, uh, my Instagram is Gabby.more if you want to see that post. And show some love and go comment on the post if you guys have questions or anything or like want advice yeah definitely follow our socials so that you can swipe up when we give questionnaires about what we're going to talk about in our next episodes the rest of my socials are gabby moore gabby morrison and jada's are jada wesley on everything hit me up and hit my line my phone be dry y'all hit me up for real <laughs> <laughs> be sure to subscribe and listen on spotify or wherever you get your podcasts yeah and we'll see you guys next week bye, bye.